Andy, I uh, Andy, I have I have upgraded. What? I've I've upgraded, Andy. I've reached the next level. Are you firing me? No, no. You're 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 safe. Your job your job okay. here at Emoji Drum Incorporated is is safe. I'm saying that I have transcended to the next level of emoji discourse. Right. Okay, you're going to have to explain this one. So, I went out to eat with my coworkers earlier this week and one of them found a very powerful and mystical object and and delivered it unto me since they did know that I would be the most powerful person to keep this terrible object safe. Kind of like a Lord of the Rings situation, except I fully intend on using it to its full capabilities. So more of a Gollum situation than um, uh, Bill Fro, whatever his name was. Bill Fro, yeah, yeah that's yeah, the yeah. one. So I, I, I suppose I should describe this object, which, um, you know, not to cut the bit short or anything, uh, is available on our Twitter account. There is a picture of it if you'd like to see, but... For those of you who have not seen it, uh, do not uh, subscribe to our particular brand of social media. What I am currently holding in my hand is is a spherical object. It is it is just banana yellow. It is made of plastic, and one side of this orb is imprinted with the face of the crying laughing emoji, and the other side, <laughs> the other side is a small circular viewing window because what i'm holding here is a magic eight ball of emoji wisdom um i have only used this once or twice because i fear its terrible psychic powers andy i figured we could we could kind of pop open the seal on this episode by maybe asking this bad boy a couple questions sure why not ryan did you have anything in mind here or yeah yeah uh Let's go ahead and get like let's go ahead and get like the baseline question out of the way, which is, is this going to be a good episode of this podcast? So I'm gonna shake this up, get a little foley work on there, and the answer it gives me is, looks like it with the eyes emoji. Oh my god! Okay, okay. All right. I know, really dodged a bullet on that one. I, I'm glad this is going to be. A, a pinnacle of comedy and not the same slog that our last, what, 35 episodes have been? Something I mean, like who that? can really keep track? It's all been garbage, after all. <laughs> Andy, Andy, what would you like to ask the um, the mystic moji? Uh, the, the, let's just call it the mystic moji, because I kind of like the way that sounds. Will we ever remember to bring this up after this week? It says, hold on. It's not very high quality. Uh, this was $2 at a thrift store, so sometimes ah. the little cube on the inside will get stuck on one of the edges on the viewing port and not actually show you anything. So, like, fitting for us. It is showing me a, a little thing that says, Ask Grandpa with the old man emoji. Fucking all right, then. He's dead, so let's just get this f- train rolling. Yeah, yeah. It kind of it kind of deferred the question on that one, but... um. Hi everyone, welcome to Emoji Drome. I'm Ryan. I'm Andy. And this week we are covering the brand spanking new, oh. fresh out of the package, woozy face emoji. 
I really do hate the use of the word spank in there. But yeah, we have a new emoji this week. Well, not a new one. We've talked about this once before. Yes. In our prototypes episode way back in the day uh, when we were, you know, before our empire uh, grew vast and powerful across the podcasting landscape. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's enough variations now that we can dive into those. And the first one we've decided is this little pervert. Yeah, I think um, there might be some confusion here, uh, because I did introduce this as the woozy face emoji, where previously on this show it has been known uh, exclusively as the bottoming face emoji. So I would like to kind of clear the air that this is what I have referred to in the past as the bottoming face emoji that we are covering today. Uh, Other people may know it as the drunk face, I think is another name going around for it, when it uh, just surfaced on Twitter with the other prototypes. It was mostly overshadowed by the foot, as we all were, which is a bad sentence. Yeah, that one that one didn't do me right. It did me wrong. But yeah, to explain a little bit, you're probably wondering, why are these two weirdos obsessed so much with emoji? I don't know either, but here we are today to talk about them. What we do on this show... That's where I was going. I was explaining the show. What we do on this show is we take one emoji, uh, in this case, the woozy face, or the drunk face, or the... Ryan, do you want to say it? The bottoming face. Thank you. Or that one. Uh, And we look at each variation of it, we judge them all, and we decide which is our favorite, which is our least favorite, and uh, we're just, you know, kind of rude for about an hour. We're not rude. We're, We're critics. We can occasionally listen. We we talked about this last week. We can occasionally be rude, but I think that's only when the emoji deserves it. We are the Siskel and Ebert of iPhones. You know what? In a way, we kind of are, which is fucked up. We we are like the um, the the what is it? Just what was their show? Just like let's go to the movies or like. Uh, I um... think so. It was definitely like before my time, and also we didn't get it on TV here, so. I know them mostly through the internet. I think it's like Siskel and Ebert go to the movies or some something like that. Um, this is Andy and Ryan go to the Moji. <laughs> Andy and Ryan go to hell. <laughs> you ain't wrong. So before we get started, another another thing we like to kind of talk about is what we're looking for in these emoji. What is it that we are kind of searching for on a weekly basis in terms of which emoji are we looking to convey our our inner meaning, I suppose. So this week, I think I, you know, I think I've made my stance on this pretty clear. Uh, this is, for me, the bottoming face emoji. So I, 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 will, I will lay it down, be very uh, to the point here. I am going to be looking for the emoji that most replicates that experience. I, I won't be I won't be graphic about it. I won't play it blue. I'm just gonna say that's what I have to look for here. I have to follow my truth on this one. So Andy, what I'd like to know is, what are you looking for this week? Well, I, mm, I didn't know, one. I didn't know that's what you were going for this week. Because all I'm going for this week is, which one of these is the least horny? And this is where we put in a little, I guess we don't have graphics, so you guys are going to have to imagine a sparkly little graphic that says, which is the least horny? Because that's my new segment on this show, where every week I try and find which one doesn't make me uncomfortable. I feel like in that case, we are sort of on the two opposite ends of the emoji spectrum this week. You're looking for you're looking for something approaching chaste, and I am looking for 
uh, not that, I suppose. So do we want to go ahead and get into this nonsense? I mean, it's better to just rip the band-aid off, right? For sure, for sure. So, as always, first off this week, we have Apple. And Apple is less of a unified woozy face and more like the the like a smiling emoji and then like a sad emoji got twisted together in some sort of John Carpenter's the thing face meld. It's it's like night and day the two halves of this emoji, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. I see more of a coherent expression here, I think, but I definitely it does definitely look a little melty. Mm-hmm. I was going to say it looks like they're leaning in and a, and whispering a secret or like a joke. Like it looks like they're winking a little, you know? I think the problem for me is that this emoji it, it, it's got so it's something about the Apple style here that makes me unable to sort of conceive of it as being an actual person's face. And more of seeing it as sort of a work of modern art in a way. It feels like a very abstract sort of wavy kind of kind of brush-stroked painting more than it does an emoji for me. And I think that's because what seems to have happened here is that they really did just copy like the eyes of like the of like one of the smiling emoji and then the eyes of like the sad face emoji and pasted them next to each other they did yeah and then made a mouth for it it's sort of like a frankenstein's monster of various emoji parts and i think because i am able to to sort of recognize these disparate elements of design they've sort of mashed together here it's hard for me to see it as a unique coherent emoji instead of what it is which is like a like a mashed potato sculpture of a woozy face. Yeah, now that you've uh, pointed out that it is sort of a collage, it definitely it does feel less like an actual face to me because I can't see... I can only see two faces mashed together now. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's 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 a bold choice for an emoji, but I think ultimately it's sort of like style over substance where, wow, you really sort of flexed with this like Jackson Pollock face you got here but it just doesn't convey it's like when you say it's like when you keep saying a word over and over and over again like when you say like barbecue 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 okay that's enough eventually it just sort of loses its meaning that's what's kind of happened to me here with this emoji it's that scene in Ferris Bueller where he's staring at the painting and, and it just keeps going and going and going and going into a micro scale. And you lose the ability to, 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 to sort of interpret the coherent whole. Uh, I, I know I've really kind of dived into some sort of art criticism track on this one particular emoji. A little bit. But it is a lot for me to absorb. To the point where I no longer see this as woozy face. I see it as, as a collection of shapes uh, shambling through existence and trying to impersonate something that would convey the meaning of a woozy face emoji, if that makes sense. Do we want to? Do we want to move on to this next one? This this weird turtle in the next one? Yeah, I would love to. I, Google just looks like a little cartoon turtle, man. This is a this is a picture of a yellow squirtle that I'm looking at right now. Okay, I I rather I rather enjoy that to be honest. It's the um. It's the Dana Carvey of the woozy face emoji. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. It is totally enough to get into the Turtle Club. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you picked up on that. I, um... Of course I picked up on that. Uh, unfortunately. I've never actually seen Master of Disguise. I've only seen, like, the Turtle Club scene. I It seems like it really is, like the pinnacle sort of sort of both the boom the bust the yin and the yang of of um of like the movie genre of comedic actors just dressing themselves up in strange costumes like i feel what is kind of okay so so listen to this this is my thesis statement master master of disguise takes the idea of a movie based on watching a character actor dress up as various characters to its logical conclusion because the 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 conceit of master of disguise is so predicated on like the idea of dressing up in these costumes that you can't even veil it as being something else like in in Mike Myers cat in the hat he's the cat in the hat but, you know, he may put on a silly costume here and there. But Master of Disguise is literally just a flimsy excuse to see Dana Carvey exist as this multitude of characters. It is like the paper-thin saran wrap concept, uh, sort of sort of wrapped on this idea of Dana Carvey dressing up as silly men. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is the sort of the er state of this idea. Yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, I think there's a lot to be mined from Master of Disguise. I think there's a lot that it can tell you about okay. us as a society and uh, the disguises that we wear in our day-to-day lives. Um, and I also think there, his name is Pistachio Disguisey, and that's why he's really good at disguises, is because his name is, he's the Disguisey family. So you think he was born into this fate? Like he, he well, he—that's the plot of the film. Okay. Uh, again, <laughs> I have not seen this film. I'm just kind of spitballing here. Four times, minimum. Four times, minimum, okay. minimum as a child. So you've sort of met your government mandated quota of master of disguise viewings, whereas I still have, you know, a, a few years to kind of fit in my viewings before the deadline. Well, like, I mean, in the States, it's a lot more, it's a lot less restrictive. Um, mm-hmm. So you guys have more time for it up up north. Uh, uh, what, what's, what, shout out to the, the, the six. I'm doing a, I'm doing a cool pose. T- Toronto, Toronto, what's up? Uh, mm-hmm. Up here, uh, if you don't have it done by the time you're 10, you are shot in the face. Oh. So, yeah. Um, a little harsher. I think down here, if it's not done by the time you're 25, you do just get a pretty steep fine from the IRS. I think that... That's, you know, similar. Yeah, yeah it's roughly equivalent. I, I, believe the, I, I believe the idea, for those of you who don't know, who are maybe not sort of versed in the kind of history of this law that we all abide and live by, is I believe the problem was that Master of Disguise was so poorly received as a film that the producers did kind of uh, file for a government injunction to force the whole of uh, sort of North American society to participate in a viewing of this film to kind of pay back their dues for sleeping on it the first time around. I I do think that was kind of 
the process behind this this sort of edict that we now live every day beneath. I mean, it was the crux of the 2004 presidential election. Most people don't remember this, but uh, it was the main issue. I was only about eight or nine at the time, so I don't really remember it that well. I do seem to remember seeing uh, old GW show up. Uh, he dressed kind of... up as the man from the Turtle Club. He wore yeah. the tur- He was turtly enough to get in, and they like gave him the authentic costume, makeup and all. Yeah, I think there are several sort of defining moments in American news broadcasts that have kind of shifted the media landscape. I know, I would say one of them is probably the O.J. Simpson trial. That was a big one. You know, the whole Monica Lewinsky scandal. And I think about, you know, in another five years, we'll look back and we'll say, oh, that moment when George W. showed up to the debate dressed as Pistachio Disguise, that has to be like top five defining moments of the of the aughts in terms of the media landscape. Oh, without a question. Uh, it all, it's also sort of, you know, a bit of a cautionary tale as, uh, you know, John Kerry tried to dress up. Was that the guy from that election? I, I think that I think so. Uh, he... Did you say Mitt Romney? No, John Kerry, the um, one nobody remembers. Okay, the Democratic guy who went up against George W. Bush. I was gonna, I was gonna make a joke about how he came as Carrot Top, but then I realized like that they're not that similar. Carrot Top just has props instead of disguises, and I think that's where my brain went there. Well, you've kind of hit the nail on the head because that is sort of the crux of the two-party system in America. The Republicans are more about disguise-based comedy, whereas the Democrats are more about prop-based, the, the prop-based school of thought. Did we just... Fuck off, Tr- Chapo. We got your number. <laughs> so the Microsoft emoji this week is compelling because I think it's a lot like somebody trying to make the cute cat three-face. Someone just melted failing. a cat! Yeah, <laughs> it's a little, it's a little distressing. It's almost like if somebody was at an anime convention and they were doing like a fun three face for a photo as their human disguise was also melting off like wax and revealing the alien interior beneath. So what you're saying is that uh, th- this, this is one of John Carpenter's things. Yeah, it's okay. like if the it's like if the thing took place at an anime convention instead of a North Pole research station, or sorry, a South Pole research station. I got those confused. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Got confused, and then I realized I didn't even notice what you got yeah. wrong there. So you're I mean, fine. the North North Pole South Pole pretty similar, but I will say we are introducing my three step plan to eventually remake the thing as sort of a, a piece of social commentary on otaku lifestyles and uh, Japanime conventions. I was going to say, I was really hoping you were going to say your plan to recreate the thing, but with emoji. So they transform into emoji in very horrific ways. And I was going to say, there we go, emoji movie too. We got, yeah. the, we got the pitch. Give us the, give us the money. I mean, I feel like when you get to the core of our brand, when you consider that we've named ourselves Emojidrome after a Videodrome, the idea of an emoji body horror transformation film would be very in line with the concept of an Emojidrome movie. Like, we really just kind of hit the Venn diagram there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, And, 
you know, you guys can go to the Kickstarter at, um, I was going to come up with a fake link, but I don't want anybody to put in a fake link and get a virus. Yeah, um, I would say uh, it's at www.funkygrimace.com, which does just redirect to our Shout Engine page. Oh, okay, cool. Perfect. There you go. Yeah. Nailed it. I hate Microsoft this week because it's also doing the, like, we used a bunch of, they used four different eye sets. They used two different sets of eyebrows and then two different sets of eyeballs, and then they did a squiggle. Yeah, it's like, I guess it sort of depends on your exact triangulation of what you would expect from a woozy face. Like, I, I, I am, I am... I am looking for something that, you know, is maybe, uh, in, how can I put this, how can I put this in a genteel manner? How can I make this as G-rated as possible? Mm, please do, though. Please. I want to see how you figure this one out. I am looking for an emoji that most represents the sense of nervous system-based excitement you would be most likely to receive (laughs) when placed in a somewhat compromising position as the more submissive participant. All right. So when you get fucked in the butt is what Ryan's saying here. And I'm going to, I'm going to just like stop the whole bit for a bit because I'm look, I can hand you can go ahead. Describe it. Describe it. I'll, I'll cover my ears. The most submissive position in this exchange of 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 force I between two people. That's it. That's all I got. I hated that more than if you just said uh, "bottoming." The word that I, the word that is, uh, you know, that is sexual. <laughs> I don't know what I was. I was gonna say verboten, but I'm like, that's not a swear word. It's just, it's just horny, and I don't like it. Is. I don't like when the emojis get horny. It's horny and it's concise. And if you know me, you know I love just talking my my mouth off on this podcast. So you know I gotta find sort of the longest way around saying something, and the longest way around saying that I think I sort of covered pretty aptly. So I won't need to repeat it. The point is, is that I am looking for something that represents that component of the woozy experience. And I don't think Microsoft gets it. I think Microsoft is definitely somebody who's drunk at an anime convention and trying to hit on somebody. That's that's what this emoji most reminds me of. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah, it's bad. It, it definitely it conveys all the bad emotions you've got there. I just, I keep getting distracted by the right eye. Uh-huh. Do you see why I do? You mean uh, the one where it has, like, two eyebrows or, like, yeah, an eyelid or whatever? Yeah, I think whatever? it's supposed to be an eyelid, but it looks like it's got two eyebrows. This this Microsoft emoji is very similar to the Apple, but not quite, whereas in they've really sort of constructed a visual puzzle here, where I think, <laughs> I think the mouth is so extreme that it makes it hard to register this as an actual face and not an abstract collection of shapes and squiggles. It's 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 too overbearing, and I I don't think it works. Yeah, it's uh, it's too much. Mm-hmm. It's just far too much. Yeah, I think I think Samsung actually 
actually does a pretty good job of making this interpretable as a face and not some sort of monstrosity. W would you agree with that, or would you have words about it? Yeah, because they're not just reusing assets. It looks like, even though it's not great, it looks like they at least decide to, decided to just, like, do something with it and not mm -hmm. just copy-paste a bunch of shit and make a funny mustache like Avil did. That's all that yeah. is. It's a funny mustache. That's a... You know what? You know what's going on with uh, Apple this week, actually? It's a pizza chef winking at you. Okay. Alright. But Samsung... Samsung's just got, like... It, the mouth is a little too symmetrical, weirdly enough, to be woozy in my mind, but I still think it works overall, and I like that the one eye is sort of, like, half-lidded without looking like it's coming from another fucking, like feature set if anything my one criticism about samsung is that it's hard to pinpoint down the source of wooziness for this emoji because a lot of them have sort of a recognizable sort of factor like are they drunk are they you know like like just out of like okay the point I'm trying to get at here is that I don't know what's causing Samsung to be woozy, because it's not, like, it's not drunk, I don't think. I don't think it's receiving any sort of physical stimuli. It... Mm, I can't quite put it into words. There's, there's a je ne sais quoi about it that I don't dislike. Like, I think Samsung did a really good job in terms of basic design, but I'm not sure it kind of sticks the landing on what the exact emotion is here you know yeah for sure for sure it's a little it's a little hard to read uh if you just sent me this out of context i'm not sure i'd be able to go oh yes that is a woozy face yeah i i don't mind it though i i think i have kind of maybe stronger opinions about twitter this week more so than samsung oh then please do share because i'm not really taken either way with twitters this week twitter for me like i like the way it looks but it's more of like a bashful face than a woozy face it reminds me it, it gets closer to doing like the three mouth than microsoft does but it doesn't look drunk to me or any sort of inebriation or inebriation is that how that's pronounced inebriation Inebri yeah inebriation it doesn't look like it's anywhere close to being inebriated so it looks you know okay okay here we go uh this this is our new segment on emoji drone called describe the vibe and i'm going to describe oh. the vibe of the twitter emoji for us today uh i only use this segment when it gets into like needlessly specific territory where i'm referencing like one specific thing that i need to kind of hang my hat on to to to, to convey the meaning of this emoji um so I don't know how into, like, internet culture and those sort of, like, anime memes you were back in the day, but do you remember that one where it's, like, the it's like the four-panel comic of, like, the anime girls or whatever, and, um, and one of them's, like, a tall person and one of them's, like, a short person, and the short person's like, oh, I want, like, steak or something like that, and then the tall person's like, but you already ate all the steak, and then the little one, like, makes the face and it has, like, the sound effect where it's like um god what is it it's like it's like neuroian or something yeah i like know that. what you're talking about i can't pronounce it but this... neuron or something n-y-o-r-o-n is the sound effect you're thinking of right because i yes. think i've seen that written down as well yes that's exactly what i'm thinking of and this face reminds me most precisely of the little 
bashful cat kind of three mouth face that the short character makes in like the last panel of that meme that's exactly as fine a point as i can put it what twitter reminds me of and so i really do like this emoji but if i'm looking for sort of a representation of this kind of sexual congress if you will to be mature about it i don't think that twitter is going to nail that for me this week sexual congress <laughs> all right so <sighs> twitter this week does actually kind of look like a drunk face to me like i kind of get it a little bit it looks like it looks like it's it's kind of pitiful like in a in a way where i'm just like oh buddy i need to get you home yeah yeah exactly there's 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 an emotion attached to this emoji oh there's, weird you, you you feel for it in a way you know it is weird actually to to say oh yeah there's an actual emotion i'm getting from this when it comes to things named emoji you know yeah who would have thought yeah i don't I, it's got the same like melty cat face thing going on but a, it looks more like a mouth than apples does to me it does yeah it's it's not so it's not so wild like microsoft and apple that it's hard to see it as a mouth like it twitter twitter does well this week i i think it's great um emoji one how what what strikes you about emoji one this week andy so what's the deal with that mouth Huh? Maybe they got fangs. Maybe this is actually like a like a jack-o'-lantern or something. I don't know. Okay. Now, jack-o'-lantern I can kind of see. But, man, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Emoji one. I don't really... Oh, the pupils are different sizes. I just noticed that detail. Can I tell you exactly what this emoji looks like? Please, Ryan. This emoji is the dirty bubble from Spongebob after taking a fat rip. Okay, now I, that's a bit beyond me. Um, I not not familiar. I'm familiar with SpongeBob for the most part. Okay, but I can't say I'm familiar with the Dirty Bubble. All right, let me let me do some quick googling again. Great work for an auditory medium here. Yeah, no um, problem. We do it all the time. Yeah, uh, it's it's just kind of an established point of the show. So. You are you familiar with like Mermaid Boy or not Mermaid Boy, Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy from yes, the I SpongeBob am. franchise? So the Dirty Bubble is one of their recurring supervillains, and it does just kind of look like this emoji. Oh yeah, yeah, that's just the same fucking guy. Yeah, yeah, we we got our man, is what you're saying. That um, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we got him. <laughs> They, they raise a giant banner that just says uh, emoji one equals dirty bubble on it. And um, that's that's what they display over the ship or whatever. What what what? OK, this may be this may be too far outside of the scope of this show. But what was the point of of that whole sort of political thing? Was that was that oh, when Jesus. they got um, was that when they got not not uh, not like Osama bin Laden, but like Saddam Hussein or whoever. Or I that... fucking don't know. I'm a dipshit. Um, yeah. I don't have any idea. Um, again, far outside the scope of this show to the point where I probably shouldn't have even have brought it up. But um, while we're on this whole sort of miserable 
early aughts Republican George W. Bush kick, I feel it was appropriate to bring up. Yeah, you know, while we're on it, while we're doing our fucking big fun George Bush kick. Now that you say it like that, I'm like, fuck, I need to think my bits better. No, you're I, fine. I need it's, to think this shit through. Listen, it is what it is. Can we, um, I know that we didn't have this many emoji to go through this week, but that does give us a lot of time for questions. Well, what did we, I needed to say something bold about Emojipedia this week. Okay, alright. So we've looked at this one before, and we, I feel like we were a little cruel at times. Okay. This is the only one that actually makes it seem like a woozy face to me. You are you are absolutely correct. That is what I was going to say. Somehow, against all odds, the Emojipedia prototype version of the woozy face emoji is far and above the best out of any of them. It's it's unreal. It's like and maybe I'm biased because this is sort of the face that got me started on the whole bottoming face kick. Like, this is the sort of progenitor of that. But it's still the most representative of that emotion, I would say. Like, this is it. Like, it's it's the pleasure. It's the pain. It's, it's the... Okay, I gotta stop. I sound like I'm in a fucking Hellraiser movie now. I can't keep going. You've gone bit. a bit too far. I think I have. I think that's the problem here. I, I've really sort of gone beyond the pale of this being a bit, and am a little too genuine about it at this point, but um, suffice to say, the Emojipedia is is the um the father of the son and the holy ghost of the woozy face emoji okay sure yeah let's just do that let's just do that comparison <laughs> fucking a why not how is that any better or worse than any of the other bullshit we've talked about on this show i don't know but just something about it was just it felt i don't know i don't know it just caught me off guard you know? We broke through the membrane, is what you're saying. We're finally Ooh. in like we're finally in like the lurch of this show in a way. Oh, um, in the lurch? What is that a phrase? I just don't know. Hold on, hold on. In the lurch. In the I mean, lurch. I've heard like leaving someone in the lurch, which is like a bad uh, thing. Abandon, abandon, or desert someone in difficult straits. For example, for example, Jane was angry enough to quit without giving notice, leaving her boss in the lurch. This expression alludes to a 16th century French dice game, Lurch, where to incur a lurch meant to be far behind the other players. So, maybe, maybe relevant to this show, maybe not. I sort of meant that we're in a uncharted comedy territory, in a way. Which, again, I'm not sure is entirely true. Right. Yeah, for sure. Do we want to move on to, like, well, we have to pick our fucking least faves, dummy. We do, don't we? We do. Give me your least favorite this week, or I'm going to slap the taste out of your mouth. I just got so enthralled by the, the, the prospects of these emoji that I completely forgot, you know, how we've done this show for the last uh, 37 weeks or so. But I will go ahead and start with my worst here. I think my worst... Uh, I think it's gotta be, it's gotta be Apple, honestly. I think, I think Microsoft is a close second, like, really running up behind over here, but ultimately Apple is so sort of un, uncomprehensible as a woozy face, just at the point where it just feels like a, like a, like, literally just a piece of art is, is not, it's not what I want. 
That, I'm just gonna be blunt about it. It's not what I'm looking for, you know. It's just it doesn't fit the criteria uh, in any no. way, and absolutely. Uh, frankly, you're disgusted with it, and you want it out of your sight. Is that is that? Am I picking up what you're putting down yeah. here? You you really kind of hit the nail on the head there. But I would love to hear what you would consider to be the worst of these emoji this week. Uh, you know, we've had a lot of contenders. We've had a lot of people working clearly working very hard. To be the worst thing that I could look at with my eyes. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know what? I think I'm going to have to also give it to Apple this week. Apple, you did it. Woo, yay! The big easy, more like the big sleazy, because this this emoji's bad. Uh, yeah, no, it's fucking... Get it out of here. Uh, but... Ryan, we like to end things... Well, not end things, but end our criticisms on a high note. Yes. Who is your ideal uh, woozy face emoji? Uh, I did hear you kind of stop short of saying bottoming face emoji there. I don't uh, know you what were... you're talking about. <laughs> you were you were very tasteful with that transition. I don't know what the but... fuck you mean. Get out of my house. <laughs> I, you know, I just have to give it to Emojipedia. Like, I know we don't normally, like... We maybe not don't normally, but wouldn't normally want to give it to the prototype emoji. But this is like, for the first time in a long time, Emojipedia really kind of nailed it in one. Like this is this is like a perfect design for not just what I would consider a bottoming face emoji, but also just like a general woozy face because it's obviously not just like taken and cobbled together from various parts it conveys a clear sense of of, like being of emotion and it's you know still conceivable as like an actual face in a way so i i really think that for maybe the first time on this show emojipedia's prototype like nailed what the idea of this emoji should be can i actually give you a theory on why i think that why I think this one's actually good. Yes. The, I don't think they base this off a Unicode thing, as they do with other prototypes and stuff, or based it off anything else pre-existing. I think they were just like, oh, fuck, there's a woozy face coming out. Let's make one. Yeah. And they did. And it's competent. It's a very bold direction. I, I think they I think they really took it home this week. Um, I did really like Twitter as well, but... um. This I would go so far as to say this uh, Emojipedia woozy face emoji is a new classic of emoji design. <laughs> Fuck, that's that's a little extreme, but I'll go I'll go I'll go with it. You know, I like it. I think it's I think it's good. Even if it is even if it is a touch horny, I think it's a good emoji. Can I be honest? I don't think you're gonna like my one this week. That's fine. Um, but there's just something about it that the more I look at it, the more I like it, and it's Twitter. <laughs> Okay, yeah. It's just so silly looking. No, I, I, I like Twitter. Like, if Emojipedia wasn't here, Twitter probably would have taken it home for me this week. I I totally see what you mean. All right. I'm glad. I'm glad that I didn't get, a, uh, you know, roasted and toasted here. Yeah, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm, I'm not gonna just decimate you on the air. I'll, I'll save that for when we're done recording. Oh, thank God. I'm I'm so glad we saved the yelling for later. Do you want to go ahead and get into questions, Andy? I would love that, please, Ryan. Give me that you listener interaction that I so desperately crave. Okay, uh, we have our first question from at Solenface on Twitter, 
And if you'd like to send us a question, uh, Twitter is by far the best avenue for that. You can DM us. You can add us at Emojidrome. The first question we have here today is, which supervillain ends every text they send with a woozy face? Thanos. Thanos? Thanos. What's your, what's your like, reasoning behind that? Oh, I'm thinking about getting that gauntlet. And then he does his horny face. That's that's all Thanos says in texts is I'm looking and then he does the like, ooh, I'm so excited to be horny for this gauntlet. Ooh, I'm Thanos, I can't jerk off with this thing or I'll obliterate my dick, but I love to think about it. Ooh, I'm well, Thanos. Ooh, well, look at me, I'm big and purple and I can't shave because I got a weird chin. Ooh, I'm Thanos. I, I think what you're discounting here is the idea that with the full power of the Infinity Gauntlet, he would be able to make his 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 purple 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 thing resistant enough to use the the infinity gauntlet upon it like like he does have the powers of a god so it's hard for me to conceive that he would not just you know make himself stronger and then proceed to to do the deed you know i hate that you that the fucking marvel cinematic universe has gotten to a point where you can justify thanos using the infinity gauntlet to crank his yank well, in all fairness, I could be making the same argument of the comic version because it's um essentially the same powers, but in that one he's he's you know trying to get it on with with the embodiment of death, which is something unfortunately missing from the cinematic adaptation. Oh right, didn't Marvel give death like big titties or something? Yeah, death is like a skeleton, but she yeah, also yeah, has yeah, like she's a, human. a skeleton she... with big titties. She's got titty bones. She's got, like, a human form, too. Hold on, I need to look this up, um, just to make sure we're not imagining the idea of death with big-ass calcium titties here. Uh, Ugh. I fucking hate this show. I hate I fucking hate this show, too! Why do we- we- this is- we have, like, free will. <laughs> do we? I just want to point that out. The final, the final, the final episode of this show is going to kind of reveal that we've just been brains and tanks this entire time and podcasting using our electrical impulses, which is then uh, recorded and edited by some sort of computer algorithm. Oh, dude, that fucking don't give me existential crises on the air. Come on. I'm looking at pictures of death as a skeleton from Infinity Gauntlet and... I, you know, I, I can't find one that shows any sort of, any I sort think, of like... so I think it was Deadpool had sexy death, if I'm remembering correctly, from the like brief time I spent uh, thinking I could afford to read comics and keep up yeah, with it. I'm, I'm looking at pictures of her in human form and she's definitely just like a human ass lady, but... It, for some reason, there's like no good pictures of her as the skeleton on I'm Google Images. I'm, I'm really sorry that um, we can't find the sexy skeleton, everybody. I know this is what you come to our show for. Um, discussions of uh, Mar the Marvel Cinematic Universe and who and who cannot crank their hog with the Infinity Gauntlet. Um, do we want to move on to another question? Yeah, I would like to add that my answer for this before we went down the wormhole was going to be specifically the Willem Dafoe version of Green Goblin. Oh, yeah, dude, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 a real he's a real creep. 
Sorry about my waveform. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, fine. no, he is. He is, but it, it's like one of my favorite movie villain creeps of all time. He's, He's so, so much good. fun. He's so much fun. I need to. I, I I need to rewatch those. Like yesterday, I um I love those movies. They're the best Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Uh, our next question comes in from at Jen Ironicus on Twitter, who says, "Please rank the emoji by how prepared their designer was to tackle this challenge. Who was caught unprepared, and who was perhaps too ready to go?" Okay, I know we've given it compliments, but Emojipedia was definitely a little too ready to go. Yes. Uh, and Apple was definitely not ready at all. Yeah, Apple just kind of cobbled this together out of the spare rejected emoji parts from other better emoji. I, I think that, like, I think there's a couple. I think uh, the person who did emoji one was, like, pretty competent. Like, not maybe not so much in terms of the emoji one, like, stable style, I suppose. That the, You know what I'm saying, like... The style that they just generally do their emoji in maybe yeah, isn't yeah. so great, but kind of the idea behind this woozy face is is pretty spot on. Twitter's all right, and I think that Google is pretty like Twitter, Google, and Emoji One are the three like normal people. Uh, Apple and Microsoft weren't prepared at all. Samsung is pretty all right, and then Emojipedia was, like, chomping at the bit to get this bad boy out there. <laughs> this was their favorite one the, of their assignment that they were given. Yeah, there is some love and care put into the Emojipedia woozy face emoji. Uh, and we salute them for it. Whoever the artist is, thank you for doing such good work. Even if it is a little, you know, it's a little bit risque. But, like, what isn't in, in our modern times? Mm-hmm. You know, we gotta push... <laughs> I don't know what get... that means. I don't know <laughs> no, what the it's... fuck that means. It's I just good. Said <laughs> it's good. We have to, um... We have to push the envelope and, and kind of, uh... Exercise the boundaries of the lines between... All between... these... Fu- we gotta push the boundaries so these politically correct fucking... Tinkerbell snowflakes can learn the true facts about emojis and what it means to be an American. I couldn't make that a good bit. <laughs> I appreciate the effort. I, c- I could really hear it turning over there. We can go ahead and move on to our next question, which comes in from at Fox Mom Naya, who says, On a scale of just failed No Nut November to celebrating legalized weed in Canada, which of these woozy friends place on the two extreme poles, and which one nestles right there in the exact center of the scale? Oh, that's a tough one. Do you have any, like, immediate thoughts on this at all? Because I'm struggling. I do, yeah. I think I think Emoji 1 and maybe Samsung are up there on the, uh, the legalized legalized ganja area of this of this graph uh, especially emoji one whereas as we established last week no nut november is more of like a dietary thing so i think maybe apple's the one that failed no nut november because it does look like they're maybe taking a bite out of something and they're like and half of them is like damn this nut tastes good and half of them is like oh i regret failing no nut november and now my dietary needs are out of out of whack I know, like, you were talking about, like, food, but it still sounded bad. 
I will I will never let you forget the fact that you said that no net November was a dietary restriction on last week's episode. That was I, really fucking funny though. It like... was it was funny. It was funny. But I have to say I am going to take that to your grave and I your mean, epitaph. I mean that's a good Fallout be... Boy album too. So fine. I'm okay with it. All right, whatever. You're 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 incorrigible. What did you have any sort of opinion on this question? Uh, Samsung smokes weed, uh, and so does Twitter, and uh, I don't know. Fucking, uh, who's in the middle? Who has that's the quite one failed? I've been stuck on. I've been trying to figure out who fucking like is edging and kind of stoned, but not either. Oh my god. Okay. For some reason, out of everything we've said on this podcast, I think that was the worst. Yeah, probably. I, uh, We're March is explicit. It, like I don't we know. Are. I, I don't need to pretend anymore. I always forget that like the early episodes of this show were like pretty heinous for the most part, and um, I feel like we've kind of gotten away from that to like in, in, not entirely, but in pretty small degrees. Because I do remember we did talk about one of the octopi emoji having some real dick sucking lips. Uh, so so it's kind of weird to kind of get back into that headspace after being in and out of it for so long. But yeah, if you were going to talk about jerking off and being a little bit stoned, I would say maybe Samsung. Uh, Sam- hey, Samsung, you've got a fucking, um, you got a new tagline. There you go. You're welcome. Samsung, jerking off and kind of stone. Great. Great. Fucking amazing. Wonderful. Our next question comes in from at BB Alpert on Twitter, who first uh, sort of issues a preemptive apology for this question and then goes straight into asking, does this emoji count as ahegao? How do you pronounce that? Ahegao? I think you got it. And so my understanding of what that is, is that that is the little... Now, I don't know. I don't quite understand. So... That's the little bit of hair that sticks up on anime characters. The little bit on the top of their head, right? I hear that all the time. Like, oh, the little, the, the fucking main guy from Danganronpa, he's got uh, a hego on his head. This is a funny th- thing I'm doing, where that there's two Japanese words that sound similar, and one of them's very innocent, and one of them's very dirty, and I've mixed them up, because that happens to me when I read them online. And it's why I never make jokes about this type of face, because I'm afraid of saying the wrong one. You've really kind of written yourself into, like, if they had made another Austin Powers film that took place in Japan, that would absolutely be a a, a joke in it, I believe. Thank you for calling me racist on the air, I agree. (laughs) I'm not calling you racist, I'm just saying. The fact that there is sort of a, you know, a bluer connotation to part of this joke does sound like something that they would make light of in, in Austin I mean, powers. it is it is literally just me being a, f- a fucking afraid of, like, m- misunderstanding a, th- a tag on, like, an anime game and being like, oh no, this this doesn't have funny hair. It has... It has rude faces. I don't know why if it... I don't know what I'm talking about anymore, Ryan. You need to help me. So... that I needed this five minutes ago. Yeah, I, I, I've just kind of let you, uh, you know, left you in the lurch, as we discussed earlier. And I, I do appreciate your, your commitment to the bit. I appreciate your sort of way of working yourself out of that bit. So I think overall in the Emoji Drone bit test scale, I'd give that one maybe like a B minus. That is like too generous. Okay, let's say, let's, say, let's say a C then, like, like mid C, maybe C minus. 
Okay, I'll uh, take it. I still think you're being a little kind, but I'll take it. Okay, all right. I don't think it was a complete F. That was not an F, nor was it a total L. But I mean, this was... is why I don't do well on self-marking in school, is because I'm always like, well, this was bad. Yeah, it was not great. I'll clear the air and say that was not a fantastic bit, but I don't think it was Fucking quite as thank terrible. Thank you. All I'm asking for is a little honesty from someone I thought was my close friend. Our next question comes in from at AbsolutelyBees on Twitter, who asks, Who's having a better time? The confounded face emoji, uh, side note, which we covered in episode 10, I believe, or these woozy fellas? Let me check the confounded face again really quick. Ah, the woozy ones. The confounded face looks actively uncomfortable. Yeah, the, um, the... I feel like that's kind of a really, you know, obvious sort of, like, solution to this problem. Like, maybe the confounded face emoji are, like, outer turmoil but inner peace, but really they do just seem like they're getting hit with a baseball bat, whereas the woozy face seems like they're probably having a bit of a good time. Like, like none of these faces look like they are not enjoying themselves to some degree, so I would say... They're they're pretty they're pretty pretty well you know doing pretty good confounded face not so much it looks like their soul is in anguish yeah it does look like they are just like horrifically uncomfortable I I think in terms of like maybe like raw emotion I think the sort of confounded face emoji conveys that kind of feeling a little better but I think if you're just strictly talking about having a good time it's it's got to be woozy face for sure. <laughs> Woozy face isn't here for a long time, just for a good time. Oh, you're, yeah, you fucking know it. These, these, these little yellow emoji, they're, they're, they're living their best life, you know? They're out there, they're in here, they're around, they're up, they're, they're down. They're in here? Yeah, like, in my heart, you know? Oh, fi- fi- okay, I thought we were in danger. <laughs> yeah, the woozy faces are, are, are in the studio with us. We haven't been able to locate them, but we've heard, we've heard little sounds like uh, here and there. So we know they've got to be, they've got to be in the facilities. They're somewhere on the emoji compound. <laughs> yeah, they've breached our estate. I think it's terrifying because, you know, the emoji movie does sort of posit most emoji as having a set of legs, a set of arms, you know, sort of like a human brain cortex, allegedly. But how terrifying would it be if you walked out into the hallway and saw, like, a 5x5 five five diameter, like, just floating woozy face emoji slowly approaching on you? I would... I mean, this is when the fear vomiting begins. Um, <laughs> and That's your... That's your... Uh, that's your defense. It is. The, it is. I'm try- hoping to sort of scare it off a little, you know? Yeah, the stomach acid will, will, will kind of delay it from coming any closer. Now, Ryan, I'm sure... I'm sure we have more things from our wonderful listeners, but I've I've been doing something in secret during this episode. Okay. I so last night I was sent a link to uh an emoji builder by uh my friends at the table oh, friend no. Ali Akampora. Shout out to oh, Ali. No. I I, um, I hate I hate where this is going already. And I've made an improvement to the uh woozy face this week. Oh, Christ, Andy, you haven't said anything, but you've already put the fear of God in my heart. I, I am like... Now, why is this not uploading to Discord? That's not fun. 
God, God has intervened and saved me from your from your monsters. Here we go. So this is what I think the woozy oh. face should look like. Ryan, if you could just quickly describe <laughs> what I've done. Uh, I'm sure we'll have this picture there. Uh, just so you know, um, this was made by Philip Antony, uh, PHLNTN on Twitter. It's PHLNTN.com, I believe. Uh, let me double check. Yeah. Uh, slash emoji builder, all one word there. Uh, it's a fun little thing. Uh, Ryan, you were gonna talk to me about my great graphic design. Andy, I am, I am just staring at this thing in mouth agape horror. I I can't I can't look at it. It's um, so so what you've done here is you've taken. You've taken the mouth, the crest toothpaste squiggle mouth of the apple woozy face emoji. Yeah, well, that's how you know it is woozy. Okay, okay. Yeah. Then you've you've added a nose, first of all, for whatever he, reason. I mean, it, what, why wouldn't it be able to smell? <laughs> why not? It's got to so, have something to rest the sunglasses on. Didn't get to those. I was getting to it. You, 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 you've, you've taken my thunder away. Um, after the nose, you do have these, uh, Ray-Ban sunglasses. Beneath the mouth, you seem to have added the, the hand from the thinking face emoji to give it kind of like a chin scratch type thing. Yeah. And then uh, perched atop this particular emoji is none other than the, uh cowboy hat is what you've done here yeah so uh what i've done is so another name for the woozy face was the drunken face and okay. what i wanted to do was accurately represent what it's like to be drunk you've missed a detail is that i've also given it a slight blush on the cheeks to sort of given it that flushing in the face um, you can see them just barely underneath the bottom of the sunglasses mm -hmm. so the sunglasses are there to cover up your um, bloodshot hangover eyes. Uh, the cowboy hat is to cover up the gaping head wound that you've probably incurred from drinking too much. Um, nose is there because you need to smell and breathe. you still got a woozy mouth. You can't hide that. Everyone knows that when you drink too much, your mouth does malform that way. But by yes. bringing your, f your hand up to your face like the thinking emoji, it makes it look like you're trying to just be cheeky. And it sort of covers up from the fact that you're drunk at work wearing a cowboy hat. Um, just trying and your to your mouth, and your mouth is literally melting off. And your yeah, and you can't speak because your mouth is melting off. So you've got to just sort of look at people. Okay, so you've come up with a very complex backstory for this emoji. I was going to say, on our on our second describe the vibe portion of this week's episode, this is just fucking Sam Neill's character in Jurassic Park seeing dinosaurs for the first time. That is that is what this emoji is. It's got the cowboy hat, the sunglasses. It's got the hand. It's got the mouth. You know, maybe this isn't. It's Andy. I'm gonna be honest. Can I be honest with you? Please. You've improved this emoji, but in a way, I think you've somehow made it more horny than. No. The what? There's no. What's horny about this? You have transferred this from being. A maybe kind of kind of drunk type emoji sort of thing. You you've changed it into like like some rough and tumble cowboy customer at a bar or something, being like, "Yeah, 
I don't understand what's horny about a threatening man. I don't think it's threatening is the thing. He's like, he's, it's just strange. You've, you've made a monster is what you've done here. You've, 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 you've taken God's gift of emoji and you've perverted it as if you were Victor Frankenstein is what you've done. Yeah, and is there, what's the problem? If you'd like to send us a question on Emojidrome, you can get in touch through Twitter, which is at Emojidrome, or if you have any comments or concerns, you can DM us through there, or you can even email us Emojidrome at gmail.com. I think with Andy's horrible crime against Emoji Nature, which I think is also pretty hilarious, it's very good, let me, uh, let me clear the air and say that this is a very good emoji you've created here. Uh... I think that about wraps up the show. Andy, do you have anything you'd like to add? Did you mention that we take requests? We do. We do take emoji requests. If you have one you'd like to see, you can email us or DM us or at us. Although I will say DMing us is generally a better way to do it because then I won't lose it. And this this wasn't or this was a request from uh, listener Ryan who uh, says right here, I'm a co-host of the show. Uh, and, uh, you're talking to me right now, Andy. Stop doing a bit. Wild. I, I don't know who that could have been. Yeah, yeah. anonymous, anonymous, uh, who knows. That's it. I got nothing. I got, no- I got, thank you for, uh, telling people about the show. Thank you for, uh, people who review us in places. Thank you, anyone who has sent us a request, and anyone who sends in questions. We never thank, we never thank our listeners for that one, but hey, you guys are, you guys are lovely. Most of the time. Cool cats. Yeah, cool cat. Can we start calling our listeners cool the cool cats? Why don't we just call our listeners the woozies? No, because I don't want that. Fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for stop listening. This, stop. Stop this podcast. My cat. Hey, Apple, if you're listening, fucking pay me to make emoji. You can, you've seen my abilities. You can handle it. Or can you? 